Family from the Heart podcast episode number 55. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Family from the Heart podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And today we are going to be talking about so many things. <laughs> or nothing. Or nothing. Ah, I'm looking at my notes for the show today, and well, let's just nothing. say, let's just say, I got nothing. That should be the title of this episode. There we go. We'll start it. I got nothing. I got nothing. So, okay, we have made a commitment to you, our audience, to share life in a unique and authentic and transparent way. And sometimes that means coming before you guys with, I got nothing. Well, you know, it's this is the first time that we've come to Family from the Heart without... An agenda. An agenda or no, without show notes. Yes. Okay. Um, guidelines, something a topic that we wanted to talk about, something to kind of go along to, to help us go along. Right. That doesn't mean that we have nothing. Yeah, this is true. We've got something. <laughs> I mean, this is the way I like to do it. So. I, know, I know this is the way you prefer it. it and, and, and the fact that it, I guess where I'm going with the, I got nothing is in a way it is a topic in and of itself. It's when life gets a little crazy, gets a little out of control. And and although one might be someone who is very much um, involved in the pursuit of a balanced life, sometimes just in that pursuit is not living a very balanced life. Well, that is the truth. Um, I know one thing that we can talk about today. Oh, is, I'm writing it down. Go ahead. Is my week. Oh, Stephanie's week. Or That's- my last two and a half days. Okay. Um, because they've been rather interesting for me. Well, let's let's start there. Okay. All right. Tell us about your week. Well, um, what what I mean by my week is most definitely has to do with my parenting. Um, it's been less than creative in um in the last few weeks, and. I just got distracted. Yeah, I know. Don't Love look at that. that don't look at the chat room. Just keep talking. So um, I'm not even. Okay. This is where it started. On Monday morning, I go in to wake up my children. And I have to say, and I'm pretty sure that we've said this before. No one in this house, except for McKenna, is a morning person. I Even when she was born and she was like just so happy in the morning, I'm like, God made a mistake. <laughs> He gave us the wrong child. Her clock is set wrong. There's something wrong. None of us are morning people besides her. She's the only one who can ever wake up in a good mood. And uh, well, anyway, so I go in and I I go to wake up um, the kids. Megan is in a less than reasonable mood. Okay. I mean, less than reasonable. And so we're going about our morning. We're getting our things done. It's time to leave. She's finished breakfast and she doesn't have her shoes on. And so we get, um, she asked me to untie them because the shoestrings are too long. So we double tie them and, um, I untied them for her. She and Matthew and I go in, and get in the car and we're waiting for her and she gets in and she slams the door and just in this, how dare you wake me up voice says, you didn't tie my shoes. Like, well, Megan, you didn't ask me to tie your shoes. 
yes i did and so we we have a little we we have a little moment there and um she goes to school very angry very you know frustrated and um clearly she needed like another two hours in bed clearly. and perhaps even uh, an attitude adjustment of some sort yes <laughs> so not even perhaps i mean yeah but i was um doing everything to keep my cool at that moment because i was about ready to explode right um monday afternoon i i picked them up from school and um, the ride home, which is three minutes, was very pleasant. <laughs> and then we got here and everything was downhill from there. Um, it was it was a battle over going to dance. It was a battle over everything. And um, by about 20 minutes after being here and dealing with, with Megan's um, less than becoming attitude, I lost it, and then I didn't have one either. <laughs> My attitude was not so nice either. And what was great is that our friend Jeremy was here. <laughs> and I'm like, great. You know, it's just one of those times when no matter how much I try to control myself, there is no control in me right now. And um, so my daughter told me she didn't love me anymore and that she wanted to pack her things in a box and just leave because not only did she not love me, I didn't love her. And um, she was she was now she believes too old for me that that I can't love her anymore because I only love little kids and she's not a little kid anymore. Where do you think that she's come up with that idea? I have no idea at all. Um, and last night when we sat down to have our serious heart to heart, she didn't even know where she came up with that. Gotcha. So with your serious heart to heart uh, that you had, how did that go? Well, it, um, that went very well. But um, so that was Monday night. And on by Monday night, she had like the only thing she was allowed to do on her own was breathe. Everything else she had to have my permission to do. OK. And um, and I really had. I really had just come to a point where. I didn't think I could handle it anymore. Honestly, I didn't think I could handle it anymore. And so um, Tuesday was a lot like Monday, <laughs> um, right up until bedtime. And I was so frustrated with that child that it was all I could do to not tear my hair out and, and walk out this door and never come back because I was just, I was, I didn't know where to go from, from where I was. Um, I felt like I was getting no support from you whatsoever, um, which I'm. You notice I said I felt like, mm -hmm. and um, and so seriously, I I didn't know what else to do. So I'm putting. I was putting them all to bed, and um, at two o'clock. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was nine o'clock. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, and Megan looked up at me again and and asked me the same question. She goes, "Do you love me anymore?" I think I'm just too old for you. And then I sat down and I asked her, so well, what does that mean? What What do you mean? She says, I think you can only love Matthew and McKenna that, that because I'm nine now, I'm, I'm too old for you. That's making, that, just, that just doesn't make any sense. And so we sat down and we talked about how, um, I, we, we talked about how, um, on Monday 
when, or I told her how on Monday, I started with, yes, I love you. And you will never understand how much I love you until you have a nine-year-old daughter and you say, oh my gosh, my mom was right. <laughs> and and I only know that because I've said that. In, it wasn't my mom, it was my dad. Um, but I have said, oh my goodness, my, my dad was right. Um, but I told her, I said, you know, yesterday when you were being so difficult with me, the only thing that I could think to do was call my dad and apologize for being the biggest brat that I was when I was a kid. I said, do you know why? She goes, why? Because I was. I said, everything that drives me crazy that you do, I did. Everything that just irritates me to death about you, I do myself. And everything that absolutely drives me crazy about you are the same reasons that I love you so much. And so we, I mean, we did, we sat down and we had like this huge conversation about um, the heart that I know she has. We talked about her, her strengths that, that I know she has. And um, we, I, we also talked about how um, now that she's ex- accepted Christ, that I believe that she's um, being tested and being tempted in, in her attitude. And so it, it was... And what did she have to say about that? She said, I want to try. She said, I want to try. Good. So anyway, it was good. So. <laughs> and today I woke her up and she got right out of bed and it's been, you know, the, the, what was it? An hour and a half I spent with her this morning. No, it wasn't even that because I woke them up late. Um, so it was like 45 minutes that I spent with her this morning was like fantastic. That's awesome. That's awesome to hear. Now, when, when I say I've got nothing, the, the, how that plays into that is, is sometimes I feel like I've got nothing, you know, it's like, uh-huh. cause you, you said, and, and I love the fact that you said you felt like you had no support for me, which you had may, maybe, you know, I had some other obligations that I was dealing with mm-hmm. during a lot of the things that you times that you know this had been heightened but I was definitely there to have some conversations and and stuff like that with Megan through the process here and there but the one thing I didn't have is I didn't have the answer you know I I I didn't have you know I didn't have the amount of time that I wish I would have had to sit down and be there right when you needed me most Mm -hmm. but looking back in hindsight the question is did I need to be there to fix that solution? As a husband and as a father, uh, this is something that I think all husbands and fathers deal with. We we are fix-it people. We feel like we need to get in and fix this. Looking back in hindsight, I'm glad I didn't try to fix it all. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely, it makes sense because no matter how much I felt like I wanted you to step in or I needed you to step in, had you, I would have been offended. Does that make sense? I, it does make sense because I've done it before and you got ticked off. He's like, how dare you come and raise my kids when you've been doing your I own know, thing? I know, exactly. So, um, it, or it how was, dare you think that I can't handle this? Right. Is that, more along the lines. Yes. Although you've said the other. I have. <laughs> and that was because we hadn't seen you in like two yeah. weeks. The, when, you had been like a dinner guest. <laughs> and this was, this was, you know. Back when we first started and you were working like. 100 hours a week exactly and um 
And I did. I said, how dare you discipline my kids? <laughs> you can't just show up and, you know, start spanking people. <laughs> but, um, but so you're right. There, there was nothing that you could do, even when I felt like all I needed was for you to do something. Um, it really was between Megan and I. And I loved sitting down with her last night and just telling her, you know, you are just like me. And the reason that it drives me crazy is because I see myself in you. And that drives me. That's what irritates me. Yeah. It's not you. It, it's it's mommy. And, um, well, I don't call myself mommy to her anymore. But um, it, it's seeing me in you. I said those those things that you have are are beautiful. And when you're an adult are going to be your greatest strengths. But sometimes now... I just need you to obey. Yeah, and the, and the important thing for for Megan to understand and and our children to understand is these great strengths that we have. You know, it, they they come with responsibility. Absolutely. You know, I I honestly, as a salesperson, I have the strength of negotiating and of um, the, just persuasion. I have a gift of persuasion mm-hmm. of talking pe- to people in such a way. And and some, I know you use it on me often. <laughs> But, but but the thing is, is is what I have to try to understand is like while this is a great um, character trait for somebody and a personality trait for somebody who's a salesperson, it doesn't work well when you're nine. But exactly, it doesn't work well, and it doesn't work well in all situations. Like right. for example, there are sometimes I just don't want to sell something. Right. Like for example, you and I were upstairs talking about rebranding of a certain show and 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 I said, "What do you think about this?" and you're like, "I don't know." And I said, "Well, what about this, this and this and this?" and she goes, "Okay, well, if you just want to do it, that's fine." And I'm like, "No, don't do that. <laughs> don't just give in." I, I here, you know, and it's like so yeah. There there are some of these things like Matthew has some of that. It's like, "Well, dad, you know, Oh, Dad! By the way, we're on we're on our drive to soccer practice yesterday. He goes, oh, by the dad, by the way, Dad, today I got assigned an assigned spot in a certain line at school, and and he says it kind of cash. I love I love yeah. his approach. It was it was like almost as though this is a kind of a cool thing, <laughs> you know? He's yeah. like, just so you know, Dad, I got an assigned seat, assigned uh, assigned spot in in the uh, in the so, whatchamacallit line. And and I'm like, yeah, what is is that a good thing? Well, it is because I like it where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm doing really good too in Buzz, the the game. I have got to the next <laughs> yeah. I said, "Wait a second, forget Buzz for a minute. Tell me about this this assign. Now, why did you did everybody get an assigned spot? No, dad, just me." <laughs> and I said, and I said, "Why did you get a, an assigned spot?" And and I love how he tells the story because it sounds it's he does it in such a way that it just makes he he he's painted the picture in a light that this is all it shines to, good on him. It shines good on me, and and, and this is all according to plan, Dad. Don't worry about it. That's I got right. it. I've got it under control. And so finally, I I got it out of him. I said, "Wait, son, hold on. Understand? I know what you're doing. Okay, so you you've just introduced to me the concept, the idea that you got in trouble today. Do you know why?" Not really, as uh, kind of. Or do I said? Do you understand what you did? Wrong? Did were well? I was kind. I stood up and I said, "Are you not allowed to stand up?" Stand up, and I said, "Well, yeah." And I said, "So why did you get a sign a sign spot?" And so he he continues to go. On. So he's a great negotiator as well. Yes, he is. Let's just put it that yes, way. Yes, he is. 
and and it was, it was hard for me to sit down. And so finally, he's he and I came out, and I said, "Listen, son, if you get to the point where you've done something, you're being disciplined at school, and you don't know why you're being disciplined, you need to speak up, son, and say, why am I? Why have I just received this discipline? Because I'm not quite sure, and I want to make sure that if I ever do this again, that or so that I'll know not to do this again." And I sit there. So the next time I ask you, why did you get in trouble? The answer cannot be, I don't know. Because from this point forward, if you ever get disciplined at school, if you don't know for a fact, not kind of have an idea, but if you don't know for a fact, you're going to be disciplined at home, you know? <laughs> right. But anyway, th- so yeah, there there are these things. So, so some of these, th- like for example, in Megan's, some of those great character strengths are the fact that she's very independent. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's, she's, when she's made up her mind, whatever that can i tell you she's go ahead one one of the a lot of the books that i'm reading right now is about determination and being deter setting a goal and being determined i want to tell you that is something i do not want my daughter to lose no absolutely not but it's gotta be kept in check it's gotta be used with a sense of discernment of the proper place to apply that determination. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. She was determined the other day that I am not going to dance. So was I. I was determined that she was. And you were determined that she was. And the both of you have that same determination. And (laughs) it, it was World War III in this house. I am not kidding you. And I listened to it and I saw it. And it's like, you know what? Stephanie's absolutely right. Jeremy. Stephanie was absolutely right. Megan's she she had all the reasons why Megan should go. Megan, in her mind, at nine years old, had all the reasons why she didn't want to go, <laughs> and she wasn't going to go. In her mind, in her mind, she wasn't going to go. And, and but I dropped her off and watched her walk in the door. <laughs> but but here's the thing that that determination is a great character trait. But what we need and we need to that and this is something I need to do as a father. I need to have some time to talk to uh, Megan about determination and about that will and about the fact that nothing's going to get in your way. But understand that there are places to apply that and places that you shouldn't apply. And other principles and values are involved, such as what have I made a commitment to? Mm -hmm. You know, it's one thing to be determined to do something that you never committed to. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's one thing anyway, but but you can't be determined to not do something that you've already given your word to something and that you've you've asked people to invest in. You you can't right. just up and leave something. So you 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 have to have the determined determination to carry through on something even when you don't want to. So so these are great character traits that we see in our daughter and this is a great opportunity. And so it, it's it's very easy for us to say we just want you to obey, but at the same time we let's. But that's not what I told her. I know. Go ahead. Okay, but you're right. That's not what I told her, and I told her I said all of these things about you are why you are so beautiful on the inside. But there are some times when we just need obedience. Yes, there are some to and and I reminded her. I said, um, you know how to interrupt because we've taught you. You know how to give an exception or to offer an exception when you've been asked to do something. And I gave her an example of, okay, before 
it's almost bedtime and you're on the computer and I've said, um, Megan, it's time to log off because you need to get ready for bed. Then you don't say, I said, normally you just continue to play and you would not acknowledge that I had spoken to you. I said, but you know that that's, that's not how we handle things here. And, um, and then you would get discipline for, for being disobedient. I said, um, do you, do you remember how to enter or how to offer a, um, what did I, an exception? And she said, yes. I said, well, what do you say? You said, well, mom, I'm, I'm in the middle of, of this game. Can I finish this and then log off? Because I'm right in the middle. And then if it was time, if we had time, I would say, well, sure, Megan, you could finish that. But as soon as you're finished, you need to log off and get ready for bed. I said, but there are some times when I've already let you play longer than I should have. And so when I say you need to log off, you really need to log off. And so there are, I mean, there are times that I will accept an exception, but there are times that I can't. Right. And so she was thinking about that. And then I was, I was asking her other things, you know, there, there is a right way to, to answer when I call for you and you know what that is. And, um, so we, I mean, we were just going over, going over the basics. Um, Sarah says it's hard to be a parent. <laughs> it is so hard to be a parent. Um, we're just going over the basics of what is expected in this house. And, um, it was really, we had, we had such a great talk. Yeah, we really did. Um, Sarah is in the chat room, by the way, from full-time mom podcast.com. Uh, another great gspn.tv show that if you haven't yet listened to, you need to go listen to an episode I'll do my today. best not to repeat this whole conversation on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, Sarah says it's just so hard to be being a parent. And, and Daniel's in the chat room. He says, being a parent, how about just being a child? Absolutely. It is. It's. I think it's equally difficult to be a child. I, I agree. Both at nine and also, and I can, I can admit, at 36. It is difficult being a child. And so that that's the other thing as a parent, I think we need to recognize is just how difficult it is being mm-hmm. a child. No, a- absolutely. Um, I completely agree with that. And today. Whoop. Woo. All right. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Um, in today's culture, there's not much time for our kids to be kids. Right. There, it, There's not between dance and soccer and. Our our um, commitments that also include them, like our our home team and our church activities, and there's not much time for them just to be kids. And I feel like I've lost you. No, I'm listening. <laughs> so there's not enough. I mean, it's it's and, not like kids can go out like yeah. they used to. I think you know, that we used to. I I grew up on a huge farm. Yes. Here, and um, we used to go out in the morning. And we'd be gone all day. Yeah. Sometimes we'd even skip lunch because we were so far out into the woods that we couldn't make it back in time. You know, by the time we got back, it was already dinner time. Yeah. And our kids can't do that. You know, the question is why? Why can't our kids do that? And and of course, we live in a neighborhood and I agree with you that, you know, gosh, today with all the sex offenders lists and keeping up with where all the registered sex huh. offenders live in the neighborhood and, and all that other stuff, that that's kind of difficult. But I agree. I mean, sometimes there are times when I just wish we lived in a place where the kids could walk out the door and go and just have fun mm-hmm. all day long. Right. 
But you know, the, the, so that that what I had just what I just said about when I was a kid that happened from like eleven until fourteen or fifteen till I yes. kind of grew out of it. Um, on Monday, when I was having this, these issues with with Megan, and I was just so. Um, distraught as to what to do next I really I wanted to take her and shake her and say do you have any idea what I was dealing with at nine you know any idea what I was dealing with at nine and there are kids out there who are dealing with so much more than what our kids are yeah so much more and I just wanted to say do you even have any idea how easy you have it but at the same time knowing that for her this is for her she believed that that was as bad it it had gotten as bad as it could get yeah you know, and 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 in, and in fairness to Megan, you know, it should. In in fairness to you, you should have never dealt with what you had to deal with as no, a child. It, I, no I, child yeah. should ever have to deal with that. And and I don't think any child that doesn't deal with it has to to go through and and feel bad about that. Right. So I'm but, just saying that that's where I was as a parent. I wanted to say, do you have any idea that there are kids out here who don't have what you have? Right. You know, they don't have DSs and iPods and two parents who love them and a house, you know, that they a bed that they can sleep in. Parents and- that have dinner with you each night mm-hmm. and stuff. You know, yeah, absolutely. No. Oh. Absolutely. That's where I I didn't say those things to her, but that's where I was in my mind. I, I was Well, we should say we should say those things to her. I mean, it's not, in, look, that, not, not in, in that not in that context. In that context, not but, in that way. That was not the right time for that. I understand. But in in the future we should make a point to and and not just in times of conflict, but just at dinner table, just maybe you and I at dinner table conversation, we just can't randomly, you know how blessed we are as a family. Yep. You know, and and kind of just have like, you know, that Thanksgiving conversation sometimes you have as a family once a year at Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. Why not have a Thanksgiving conversation, you know, more often? What? Look at you and your epiphanies over there. I know. Check that out. <laughs> All right. Let's see what else is in the chat room. There, there's a, it looks like uh, Sarah and, and Daniel are going back and forth. Yeah. Uh, she says, um, Sarah says, well, that too, being hard and hard being a kid. She says, but I have to say that since I'm both being a parent, parent is so much harder. I would agree that um, being a parent is is more difficult because of all the added responsibility, mm-hmm. you know, being responsible for right. so much. But I will say that um, now that I'm the child of aging parents, I'm seeing that there are equal responsibilities down the road that make, you know, being a child uh, does not end when you're 18. No. You uh-huh. know, and so it, it, you know, I don't think, I don't think Sarah or myself or any of us have yet seen, you know, the full extent of what being a child means. And and of course, you know, now that I'm, I'm starting to deal with, you know, issues with my real dad and, 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 and stuff like that, I'm starting to remember other adults when I was younger, watching them care for parents with Alzheimer's and, and very horrible illnesses that, that made it very difficult to continue to be a child. And mm-hmm. so uh, let's put it this way. I think we could all say that just just life in general is not easy. No, well. And it takes a lot of love and it takes a lot of grace in so many areas of our yeah. lives. And that that grace is another thing that Megan and I talked about on um, last night because last week Megan was under discipline all week. <laughs> and um, and for her attitude, it 
came down to. But um, there was one night last week where it was Brewster's night. Um, that the PTA had set up this thing that um, anyone who went to Brewster's um, between which is an ice which cream is an place. ice cream place um, between certain hours, then a, a portion of those profits went back to the school. And um, so it was Brewster's night. Well, Megan was under discipline and she was writing sentences. And um, you had told her that if she got so many sentences done by the time you got back from that soccer practice, that she would be allowed to go also. And um, she didn't get finished. She had 25 left to do. And you granted her grace and let her go anyway. And we use that. I use that word. I, because she was freaking out and um and I said you just need to continue to work maybe daddy will grant you grace and this was far before you ever called us to see if she was finished and I, I kind of knew that you probably would right but um well it, 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 it I had planned on it but it depended on how close she yeah. was okay and um and she was within the, she was, the frame that I had predetermined okay so I told her last night, I said, you know, you didn't have your sentences finished and daddy granted you grace. Do you understand what that means? Yes, she did. So we moved on. And, um, and I said, and then you were right back to having your bad attitude and having your outbursts and took no, you, you didn't take to heart the fact that dad had, had offered you that grace. And let you go and, and have the ice cream with the family even when you weren't finished. And um, and so she, she understood that, that, that she had, that we had offered her something and she had taken it without giving anything in return. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Or she okay. had taken it for granted. Yes. Because I didn't expect anything in return for that. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. I, 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 I had expected saying. a change of heart. Well. <laughs> no. Um, not, a, not a change of heart, but um, a lesson learned. Right. And she was very well acknowledging the fact that she had taken that without learning the lesson. Can I share with you something that I read in the shack and we covered that a couple yeah. weeks back um, that I absolutely loved. And it was a conversation between the main character in the book and God. And, you know, it was this whole understanding of, of grace and God loves us and, and, and has this huge, I mean, just un, undying, unconditional love for us. No matter how much we do against him and now how much, matter how many times we sin against him, the, the fact is that he loves us unconditionally. And so I, I can't remember the exact conversation right now, but it was something to the effect of, you know, but, you know, how can, you know, what if I do this same thing over and over and over again? He says, you, and what God kind of says, and I'm totally messing the whole paraphrase up here, but I'm just going to paraphrase it as best as I can, is you don't understand. As God, I perfectly see and know when you finally get it, mm -hmm. when you finally understand. And so every time you do that wrong, that thing wrong again, I still see when you're going to get it right. I see not that you've done it wrong again, but there's only 1500 more times that you're going to do it wrong before right. finally you're going to get this it. is be yeah. we're behind this is behind us. You know, this no longer is in between. And and so you know, it's, it's, so God always sees, you know. And and that <laughs> well, goes that's great. God knows how long it's going to take Megan to get and me um to get control of our of our attitudes and our emotions. But we can't. Right. And that's quite frustrating. Now, um, I have to say that, let's see, this is back to um, 
Sarah and Daniel in the chat mm-hmm. room. Sarah says, I have to say that I try to remember how I felt when I was little and I try to discipline accordingly because you are right. It is so hard being a kid. Uh, then Daniel says, but at the same time, I think some concepts they can't understand at that age, no matter how much you might try to help them understand that. And that's where this whole thing goes in. You know, mm-hmm. the important thing is to <clears throat> introduce these these concepts. Right. Are they able to understand them? No. Uh, at, at what age do they start understanding them? I think it's different for every child. Uh, Megan's starting to get to the point where she's starting. The, these things are starting to soak in, not just at the mind level, but at the heart level. Right. And that's what we're, this is the name of the show is family from the heart. This isn't family from the obedience, you know, you know, this isn't, this isn't family from do what I say because we want to put on a big facade and we are, right. we're perfect. We're all learning from the heart. We we have a lot of head knowledge. We read a lot of books. We we talk to a lot of people, have a lot of conversations. We try a lot of things. Some of them stick to the wall. Some of them don't. And and the thing is, though, is what we're trying to do is we're trying to train our hearts to be in the right place uh, as parents. And I think that, you know, that no child is too young to sit down and have a conversation about grace and about some of these deeper concepts of of relationships. Even McKenna at four years old, she may not understand what we're talking about, but we can have these conversations. And introduce the, yeah. Exactly. Because eventually there'll be a day when, you know, Megan or McKenna or Matthew, one of them will will be in a certain circumstance or situation and they'll see this played out in somebody else's life not their own. They'll see it from an out, an outside perspective. It's like, oh, that's what mom and dad have been talking about. And, right. and, and that I want for our kids. Mm-hmm. That's something I want for our kids. I want, I want our kids to have aha moments. And it's like, and, and you, you recently have had some aha moments as a parent. So <laughs> things that you were taught as a child yep. are just now coming to light. Right. Yeah, they, they are. You know, the whole so, what goes around comes around that's thing. Right. That, that's what my mom used to tell my brother all the time. You just wait until you have kids. They are going to give it back to you. Because he was, um, he, he was wild and um, just, I don't know how to describe him. But anyway, and I, I, I told Megan, I said, Megan, I, um, I did. I just wanted to call my dad. And apologize for everything that I ever said to him. I said, Megan, I tore Papal up with my words. There were times, literally, there were times I thought he was going to throw me through the window. Yeah. Now, clearly he didn't. Um, there were times he had to leave so that he wouldn't. But, um, so, yeah, I am I most definitely am having some aha moments of myself. Uh, but... So you were talking about McKenna and, um, you know, being obviously too young to understand, but not too young to have the conversations with. Yep. Uh, that made me that made me think of something yesterday when you and DG were recording about the church. Did you guys hear a big crash on your heads? Yes, we did. <laughs> McKenna got mad and threw the kitchen chair. She well, she didn't pick it up over her head and throw it, but she certainly did come over and slam it down on the ground. Really? Yes. She was mad because I wouldn't give her... Oh, she was mad because you ate all the fruit snacks. Oh, goodness. <laughs> and she threw the chair down on the floor. And so she got she got discipline in way of a spanking. And she had to pick the chair up. 
Well, she picked the chair up and she came over and then she hugged me because you're the best mommy ever. <laughs> oh, God. I just spanked you for throwing the chair down and then it was it was just like night and day. <laughs> funny, But she has a temper. She does have a little temper. I don't know where she gets it. I think I understand where she gets it. <laughs> Mom and dad. I know exactly where she gets it. And I every yeah. time I see it in her, um, it's like a stab of guilt right into my <laughs> chest. And I'm like, oh. And, and lately I've been catching myself. You know, something, and it's not related to them. It's just something's not going my way. And I'm like, oh, like that. And it's like, oh, no, I just did a McKenna. <laughs> <laughs> or McKenna just did a dad. <laughs> I, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. Oh, it's, man. Hey, we want to pause for just a second here and just a special thank you to our sponsor for this podcast. Uh, the folks over at Mardell.com. That's M A R. D-E-L.com. If you haven't been there, you've let's just say you've been listening for Family from the Heart to Family from the Heart for a couple weeks now and you've heard us mention it. Go there today. Seriously, just go to Mardell.com and just browse through the categories. They got Bibles, music, books, kids stuff, video, educational supplies, church supply, apparel, gifts. Go check out, just browse through the site. Don't don't feel obligated to buy anything. Just browse through the site, see what they have, and just in the future, if all of a sudden, you know, you come up and you say, oh, you know, where would be a good place to get a gift or a, a book or a Bible for, for a friend, uh, then remember Mardell.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com. As long as they're a sponsor here, which by the way, I've got word that uh, renewal is coming, so that's awesome. Um, Mardell.com has been sponsoring us for over a year now. That is wow. that is awesome. That's this cool. this podcast sponsored over a year. We want to say very special thank you to all of you. Seriously, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you to each of you who have purchased each time you've gone to the site and put in the promo code GSPN. Not only do folks who use the promo code GSPN in the shopping cart get 10% off, but it helps track the response of our listening audience to what's being bought as a result of the sponsorship here. And the big thing that I want to let people know, and, and seriously, I you listen to all of our other podcasts. Do we have sponsors? You probably won't find one unless unless they're as good as Mardell. And what I mean by that is Mardell.com is a company that not only is looking to uh, you know get the word out about their 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 stuff. I mean obviously it's a business decision for them, but they're very much just as much, equally as much as interested about this podcast in the realm that it's helping people in their marriage and their parenting and in relationships and um, they believe in the family values that that you know that this is a great way of of sharing those family values and so this goes along with their core values and principles so thank you mardell.com m-a-r-d-e-l.com anything else stephanie Nope. I got say it. Say it. I got nothing. I got nothing. No, I was um I was gonna say that the other thing that I talked about with Megan last night was how um we're not friends. Yeah. I said it's I think that it's really cool that we found something that we can bond over and that we can um develop our relationship over, but um we're not friends. And then later on I said something about us being friends and she goes, But mom, you just told me we're not friends. I said, honey, right now we're not, but I'm really hoping that someday we will be. Right. And so explaining to her that I do want to be her friend, 
when it's an appropriate time. Yeah. That doesn't mean that I don't want to share things with her and that I don't want to experience things with her now. But right now, I'm her mom. Yep. And I can't afford to be her friend. I And I struggle with that myself. I, I so want to have my kids as my best friends. I want them to never be mad at me. Not me. I have a best friend. But I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> I'm just but I, I want my kids to, to love and care yeah. for me all the time. Yeah. And always be sunshiny and happy and stuff. But the fact is, God's revealed to me that I am their father. I'm responsible for helping them <laughs> to grow into mature adults that have what it's what's necessary to make it in this world and to make a difference in this world uh, for his glory and his honor. And so uh, they are his children. And I'm just a steward of. I've been interested to screw them up. That's right. <laughs> Dear God, thank you for the grace that you give us as parents. Absolutely. Because honestly, without you, God, we ain't got nothing. We got nothing. We got nothing. All right. Well, anyway, thank you all for listening. We'll be back again every Wednesday here at 1130 Eastern Time. Um, AM, that is. Eastern Time at gspn.tv slash live. You can join us live. We have lots of other shows. If you if you only are listening to us once a week here at Family from the Heart, check out some of the other shows. In fact, let me tell you two shows that go perfect with this podcast. Um, they're for gspn.tv plus members. But if you go to gspn.tv slash plus, you can learn about them. Stephanie Unplugged and My Crazy Life. Stephanie, <laughs> how would you describe those shows in relation to here? In relation to here... Um my crazy life I cannot describe. Okay. Um, <laughs> because I don't listen. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Um, but Stephanie Unplugged is is my version of what's going on here from the only way that I can tell it. Right. Which is how it is. So it's basically a behind the scenes <laughs> it from is. Stephanie's it's, perspective. It's behind the scenes. It's what's going on in um, my life. If I have any little epiphanies, I share them. And if I don't, I say, I, I got, got nothing. nothing. <laughs> but um, but it, it's it's what's going on here from from my perspective. And I do believe that that is what My Crazy Life is, but so much more than that. Yeah, My Crazy Life is is a daily audio journal behind the scenes of all the things Ravenscraft and GSPN related, business related, from my perspective. And uh, mine is, is, is God's led me down a path of pursuing a more balanced life. And so... Those are two excellent shows. Become a GSPN.TV Plus member. Check those out. GSPN.TV slash plus. Until next time, join Join the the community. community.